We're at the drive-thru now. Participation trophy politics. Trying to make it through the day. Everybody needs a little stimulant every once in a while, right? You gotta get stimulized. You gotta get a little pep in your step. And some people use uh, illegal substances. I like to go with the uh, Dunkin' Donuts substances. Get a little coffee in ya. And come and produce. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, life is tough. You don't sleep well. You get up a lot. And then every day, you gotta deliver, man. You got to deliver. And so a little something-something can always help you out. The drive-thru is pretty crowded today. Dunkin' Donuts, man. All these people that say they don't have money. Think about it. You spend five dollars every day at Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. There. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Can I get a large black iced coffee okay. and a medium black iced coffee? Okay. And uh, what do you like better? You like a little sausage or bacon? Uh, the bacon's a lot more popular. Oh, it is. I can't make up my mind, so I'm going to get a sausage and a, a sausage wake-up wrap and a bacon wake-up wrap. All right, large ice flat coffee, medium ice flat coffee, sausage wrap, bacon wrap, anything else? That's it. Thank you. I'm 37. Thank you. There you go. So I asked him what she liked better, the bacon or the sausage wrap, because I was trying to see if I could get her to say she liked sausage, and we would have took that to another place, if you know what I mean, right? And so sometimes, even in your elder age, you got to go to infantile jokes to make you stay young again. Got to stay young. So when you get up there and say, oh, are you the woman that likes the sausage? I've been dying to meet you. And uh, that's how it would have went from there. But she said the bacon is the most popular. Maybe I ain't the first guy that asked her if she likes a little sausage. I don't know. I think I did it in a polite manner. I wasn't really crazy and say, You like the sausage? <laughs> no, 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 no. Now I'm like the third car of the window here, and I'm anticipating my uh, receiving of the iced coffees and little wake-up wraps. Little wake-up wraps. I don't know how much they wake you up. And it's a weird thing they put them in at Dunkin' Donuts. It's like a little uh, like toaster thing because it's not really a microwave. They slide in like, like one of them old-style pizza ovens uh, there. I'm behind a car that says, I love my my Wamrunner. I don't even know what that is, but it's some sort of dog. Wamrunner? I don't know, man. I never had like a specific breed dog in my life, I don't think. I think I've had a lot of mutts. You know what? And I've taken them out of the, the pound because I love the mutts that nobody wants. I don't really love them. I love them at first, and then they get on my case, and now I know no one wants them. How you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm all right. Can I get um, one of those trays? Yeah. Oh, I got to pay too, right? The drink trays, right? Yeah. Oh, then it's going to be 9.37. 9.37? Holy shit. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. 
I need to get some coupons. Do you have any coupons? Do you have any coupons? Coupons. Um, I'm pretty sure if you download the app, we'll probably have a coupon. Oh, yeah, yeah. People keep telling me that, and I don't do it. I don't know why. It's okay. One day you'll remember. I'll remember. All right. All right, I got two drinks. The wraps. All right, thank you. All right, have a good night. Day, morning. We showed a little confusion there. She had a good, uh, she was very, uh, very good drive through lady. I think she was very personable. You know what? I hate the drive through person that just gives you your thing. They fuck, they hot, they take the napkins and they fire them at you. That's a pain in the ass. Very good. Like the Dunkin' Donuts drive through lady. She gave me my sausage and my bacon. And she told me it's okay. It's okay. Get the app. Save some money with the app, she says. Which I should do. I just spent nine friggin' dollars at Dunkin' Donuts. What the hell is wrong with me? It's Tony Sakata, Participation Trophy Politics. Back for more after this. Tony Sakata, Participation Trophy Politics. I'll tell you what. You know what the crazy thing is? Is that when you buy clothes... Do you not try them on anymore? I don't try them on like I think most people do. Most people now, I think, order stuff online or they bring it home, they try it on. If it don't fit, they bring it back to the store. But I think it depends on what you're buying. If you're buying jeans, I think you have to try them on at the store. And I think it's a lot tougher for a man as opposed to a woman because jeans don't look the same on men every time they put them on. It's different each time. And the difference is it depends on the size of your excitement and um, like if you're aroused or not, right? Jeans are tight-fitting and when you're not aroused they probably fit differently than when you're aroused. And when you go in public, you got to be cognizant of both because to think that you're not going to be aroused sometimes when you're wearing your jeans is actually sad. And it's not great foreshadowing on your part either. So I am always trying to think outside the box and think about all the possibilities. And I know there'll be times out there when I'm in the general public and I'm wearing my jeans that I might have a stiffy. So what I do is I go into the dressing room and I put the jeans on and I see how they fit. Then I take the jeans and I unbutton them and I lower them down to my my knees. And then I start pleasuring myself to get the state of arousal. And when I feel like I'm uh, at 80% of arousal, I will put the jeans back on, buckle them, and zip the fly and see how I look in that state, in that situation. And then, of course, I'll repeat the process and I'll take my pants back down and I'll make sure that I get up to 100% extension and see how they look in those jeans. Because you got to be cognizant of things, right? You go out and you're in a nice area and maybe you're going to the bar that night, you're going dancing, you go to a concert, 
and there's a lot of attractive people there, you might find yourself aroused. And when you're around attractive people, you want to look good in your jeans aroused as when you're uh, soft and when you're not aroused and you're at the doctor's office. You want to look good on both occasions there, right? So always when you go to the store to buy a pair of jeans, I recommend you try them on. And also, when you get into the dressing room, you try them on, you see that comfortable fit at your soft point, and then you put on your jeans, you touch yourself a little bit, you think of the happiest thoughts you can think, and you get about 80% of your um, erectile functions, and then you try them on again, and then you go full-blown overload and get that pole extended as far as it can go, and then try on the jeans. And if you pass the test and those jeans look good when you're soft, they look good at 80% extension, and they look good at full rod, then you buy them. Absolutely buy them. Those are the jeans that were made for you. So I know a lot of you don't put the time, you don't have the energy to go through the processes, and that's why we have participation trophy politics. I'm enlightening you into ideas that are going to make your life better. And we all work together and we share our stories, and then I share them with the public. It's Tony Cicada, Participation Trophy Politics. Stay tuned for more. When you're driving in the car, you got to turn this thing up, right? If you're not turning this up, you're dead, man. You're dead. Cash it in. Buy a casket. Yeah, so you're driving around. The only problem is, sometimes when you get a little excited, you drive a little faster. If you had a couple drinks, you don't want to be listening to this song because you might get pulled over. I'm bobbing my head up and down. Every once in a while, I'll shake my fist. And if I get to a traffic light, I'm going to look pretty ridiculous. But it's Queen. It's We Will Rock You. Everybody understands because everybody does it. Stay young. Turn up the song. Kill the Queen. We will rock you and rock out. You got to rock out when it's there, man. It's there. We Are the Champions is a good segue in the song, right? The second part, but you know, you can turn it down when that comes on. You can turn it down there. You can act like a human. But We Will Rock You, you turn that thing up and you go a little wild. Tony Sicata, Participation Trophy Politics. Hey, Tony Cicada, Participation Trophy Politics. I'm on my way driving to Dunkin' Donuts, getting some iced coffee. And it's kind of crazy, right, the world we live in now. 
Not only, like, do we not get out of our car to get anything, we get everything delivered to us, right? I mean, God damn. You can go and you get your, your dinner delivered by any restaurant. You get the Uber Eats. You get all these other companies, Grubhub, and they deliver to your door your food. You know what's crazy about that? Is we got a lot of crazy people in the world, right? And so we're allowing somebody to touch our food at the restaurant. Then we get a bag. Sometimes it's sealed. Sometimes it's not from some driver. that's driving around. And he's going to drop off your food. And he's going to remember if you tipped him the last time or not. And he might take that into consideration on how much tainting of your food he's going to do. But you guys trust this guy with something you're going to put in your mouth. Something you're going to put in your mouth and get very succulent and eat and enjoy. And something you're paying top dollar for when you get the delivery charge and the food charge. Or as in modern day vocabulary, the convenience charge. That's a lot of trust, man. I think a lot of us just don't think about it, right? It's a lot of mindless things that we do these days and we just get accustomed to the ease of it. But we got some stranger touching our food. I mean, if you're like Donald Trump, there's no way you have any Uber Eats guy deliver your uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich from your favorite food truck. You know, we do the craziest things now. Like, when I was a kid, there was no way I would ever think about eating in a gas station, right? Now you go there, they all have sub shops, they have pizza, uh, they got the, you know, meat on a on a wheel, rolling and rolling and rolling around. That meat on the wheel is fascinating. Sometimes it's in, like, a little uh, shell... Sometimes it looks like a tortilla, but we just eat it. We just eat it. We don't know how many people could have touched it. We have no idea what the hell is going on with our food these days, and we're trusting a lot of people. It's kind of insane. It's kind of crazy. So we're a lot more trusting than I think we realize, and if we realized it, might take a step back, go back to the old days, Put something in the stove or the oven and make sure that we're cooking our food, we're eating our food. You know what's crazy too is that uh, you ever buy anything, a food item, and stick a thermometer in it to make sure it was cooked at the right temperature and you're not going to get a little botulism? I like a side order of botulism. It never happens, right? Oh. So think about it, people. You're putting your trust every single day in these fast food restaurants. You're having drivers drive it to your house. And then you're sitting down and eating this possibly tainted meal. I don't know if I can eat that anymore. I don't know if I want to go that route anymore. I like these kitchens where you can see them cook and see what you're getting, see if anyone's playing with my food. 
Because everybody's a joker these days, and you never know what you're going to get. And uh, all you people that are going organic, all you people, oh, I only eat organic, gluten-free. Yeah, how about your Uber driver tainting your food, but you want organic, and you got a little extra. It's Tony Sincata's Participation Trophy Politics telling you, think about what you're trusting, who you're trusting to give you the food. You never know what you're in for. It's amazing. The state of New Jersey actually uh, still has full-service gas stations, and it's law. So it's like not that one pump that you can pull up and get the full-service gas station. All the gas stations are full-service. Now, I'm not sure how we look at that. Do we look at it as like, oh, you know, I know a lot of people back in the day used to say, oh, they had the fat governor, Chris Christie. He didn't want to get out and pump his gas because it was too much for the fat guy. Well, he's not the governor no more. The governor before him, and there was other governors, and they still, they still had full-service gas stations. So do we look at this as like the state of New Jersey as being lazy? Or do we look at them as pompous, arrogant a-holes, like pumping gas is beneath them? Or do we look at them as being very intelligent because the state of New Jersey is keeping jobs in America? They're not the greatest jobs, but how much pressure is there in pumping the gas? Every once in a while, check in a dipstick. You open that hood, get your hand in there, and you pull out this long rod... And you wipe the rod with a paper towel. And you make sure the oil goes up to the line. And it's actually great for the older people. It's great for the people that never were taught to check the oil. So I look at the state of New Jersey as keeping people employed. And keeping people help it there. And I think so many times we do everything we can to progress and move forward as a nation, as a country. But maybe the state of New Jersey should hang on to this little last thing, right? And keep pumping America's gas. Be the last state in the union that said, you know what, customer service has gone out the window. Companies like Walmart, they don't give a shit about customer service. They just figure we have the lowest prices. Americans will have to come here. The state of New Jersey, you screw us all the time with them damn tolls every 10 feet on the expressway. So keep the people pumping gases. Keep those extra jobs out there that need that second job and need a little income. And keep the drivers in New Jersey in their cars in the winter while the man's out there pumping. And here's the thing, you guys.
realize that you have a gift and you have a man pumping your gas and when you got the winter conditions and it's a blizzard out there and it's 10 below zero and the wind's blowing hard how about give the guy a couple dollars so he can buy a coffee or a hot chocolate because you know what they did with the hot chocolate they already screwed that up and broke tradition because they want to be cheap they want to make more money and most places don't put the marshmallows in the marshmallows are out of the hot chocolate it's not right stick by some traditions yeah it might cost gas stations a little more money in New Jersey give them a little tax break so they can pay the nine ten dollars an hour twelve dollars an hour to the man pumping the gas Tony Sincata participation trophy politics and we absolutely on the participation trophy politics fully endorse full service gas stations and we commend the state of New Jersey for sticking to their guns and taking care of the people and making sure they have petroleum while the rest of us are at home in our bed not considering what the state of New Jersey is doing for the people Give it up for the state of New Jersey. Tony Sicada, Participation Trophy Politics, bringing you the stuff that matters. What do you do for work? I'm a sales rep. Oh, I... I don't say, what kind of products do you sell? Um, I actually I sell power tools. Oh really? Yeah, like um, the brand Ryobi and Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. How long you you've done that? I've actually been only only been doing it for a few months now. How do you like it? I like it a lot. I kind of like the more so of like marketing side of things versus sales. Yeah. I don't really have that like pushy aggressive personality. You're right. But I get the job done, so it's all right. I've definitely learned a lot concerning the fact that before this job, like, I've never, I didn't even know what a string trimmer was. I, uh, so. I did sales, I've done sales, um, in, um, life insurance. Okay. And lawn sales. Wow. At, like, uh, so, it's, it's a whole different breed of way of. What, insurance? Any kind of sales, I think. It's just. Because you're right, you got to push people to do something. Nobody wants to give anyone money. Exactly. And there's just, there's a sales process, no matter how much your boss claims that you're not, like, tricking them. <laughs> yeah. In a way, I said, like, that's a harsh word to use, but still, you are. <laughs> right. Like, you don't want them to buy the other product, so I just don't have that, like, aggressive personality that you need. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so, even though even if you go sales for a different product, yeah, it's different. It's the same mentality, yeah. You know, and just learning a little bit about the product. Like I knew nothing about grass or lawns, but grass? I, yeah, like growing grass. Oh, and you, yeah, yeah. Oh shoot. 
but I, you know, you learn a little more each, each time you have to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now I know a ton, like, <laughs> like back of my hand, but... You weren't big into power tools before, uh... Big into what? Power tools before no. you got the job. Not <laughs> the slightest bit. And I'm from up north, so I guess things are, like, different. Up, like, grass is different down here. Oh, yeah. And, like, people will talk to me about, like, pressure washing their pool deck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> where, where are you from up north? Um, like, outside of Chicago. Okay. So yeah, we didn't have pool decks to clean. We didn't have like Florida, like St. Augustine grass. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, no, this makes it even a little harder. But now when I have my own house and I have to do my yard work, I'm already. <laughs> So when did you move to Florida? Just a few months ago, in January. Oh, uh, what, what made you move to Florida? Uh, I went to school at FSU. Oh, okay. Um, and I just wanted to go somewhere warm to begin with. Yeah. And then, yeah, I wanted to stay in Florida. I liked it. Yeah. Definitely did not want to go back up north. Yeah, I, I would. I don't like the cold. But I was from Boston. I've been here since 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Same yeah, thing. Cold. Yeah, Yeah. It would be hard to. I've been here now 15 years. It'd be hard to imagine going back. 